Okay, hello, and uh, welcome to our podcast with uh, with Kevin Lucas from from Forrester. Um, Kevin, thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thank you very much for the opportunity. Looking forward to it. So, so Kevin, you're you're one of the first people. So, one of the first you know, people that we thought about when we were putting together the agenda for the Analyst Relations Forum. Uh, partly that's because it's incredibly convenient that, that your office is on the other side of the Strand uh, from, from Somerset House, where we're having the forum. But obviously you're, you're somebody who, over, over your seven years, more than seven years now at Forrester, has been researching the challenges for Analyst Relations Managers. And obviously, prior to that, had uh, you know some very deep and serious experience uh, working yourself as an analyst relations manager, um, I think one of the one of the questions that that we're asking you to 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 help develop the discussion about at the AR forum is about what analyst relations managers can do to kind of raise up the the level the the profile the the awareness that analysts themselves have from their from their normal levels, and. I wonder if I could just start off by asking you about that. I mean, firstly, you know, what does that really mean? What would the benefits of that of that be? And I suppose, is it really possible? I mean, maybe some people might even doubt that. Yeah, certainly. Um, I, I find this a particularly interesting subject because if we were to characterize the influence piece of AR the way a lot of my customers do, the so-called influencing the influencers, then that phrase itself reminds us that there are two parts to the influence piece, which I'm I'm sure we all know, but in the discussion that we're going to have at the forum, what I'd like to do is to generate ideas uh, for the second half. The first half is the half that we're all very familiar with. It's the half, really, that our job title refers to, uh, influence by vendors uh, over analysts. And, of course, we use our briefings and all sorts of other mechanisms to try and do that. A lot of my research about analyst relations falls there because, of course, some people aren't quite sure whether they can influence analysts, if so, how to do it, how much they're allowed to or how much they dare to. But the reality is, I think, that there is no direct value in influencing an analyst. It's a very important stepping stone to value, but if you influence an analyst today, no business value arises from that yet. The business value arises from the second half of the influence chain, the influence by the analysts over other people. And I think we're all loosely aware that If the analyst doesn't go out into the marketplace and influence people beneficially for us as vendors, then no value will arise. Now, it is true that many of my customers, my AR customers, do think about that at one stage of their AR uh, program work, and that's when they're selecting their analysts. They try and choose analysts who they believe are going to be most influential. But they are assuming that the analysts' natural influence levels are what they've got to live with. And obviously, they're trying to find the ones with the highest natural influence levels. But if we are going to be responsible for the business value generated by influential analysts, um, and if we need the analyst to be maximally influential in the marketplace, then we have a big opportunity, not just to select the analysts who might naturally be most influential, but to raise their influence levels, to see that as part of our job spec, because that's where the business value arises. 
So I'm hoping that in the discussion that we have at the forum, we'll acknowledge, yes, that we try and choose the most influential analysts, but then we say, that's just where the game begins. Now we're going to grow that influence as high as we can, and my hope is that we will discuss techniques for doing that. And so why is it... Does that make sense? Yeah, it does, it does. But I wonder, why, why is this a question even that we, you know, that, that we have to... Have to have to deal with, you know why? What are the what are the obstacles that that prevent people from doing this automatically? You know why is it? I think you're absolutely right that many people just assume that they have to live with the level of influence that analysts already have. Why do you think it is that it's that, that this is overlooked? Why do you think it is that we have to have this discussion? I think that mostly it's habit. Uh, and that many AR people are not trained. They come in and they try and learn from people around them. Um, uh, and those people, too, are very, very focused on influencing the analysts, not so much on making the next step of the chain happen. Um, so I think it's partly education, and that's what I'm looking forward to when we get people discussing this in the room, that we can all educate each other about the options that we have, opening our eyes, perhaps, to some of those. Um, so let me, let, let me give an example of, of, of what can happen when we understand this better. And this is a, a real example. In fact, it arose from uh, one of my inquiries last week. It's arisen a number of times over, but it's very current. Um, I have a customer who said, my biggest business challenges as a vendor are persuading buyers in my marketplace to buy our kind of product. And our kind of product is a software as a service product and um, this particular technology area has been a little bit late to the software as a service idea. So many of the buyers are very accustomed to buying stuff on premise. So the biggest challenge to my company making lots of sales is getting people to understand the software as a service model. So I said, okay, I get that. That's what your company's up against. What are you doing in AR? And the AR manager said, so we're going to brief the analyst on what it is that we've got. And I said, well, that's interesting, but um, you, your business problem didn't relate to analysts needing to know about your company. It didn't even relate to buyers needing to know about your company because the way you explained it to me was that the biggest obstacle to buying was belief that the software as a service model works successfully. Now, is the solution to that to brief analysts on your company and your products? Well, I can see how that will help in the long run, but why don't we make a quick hit? Suppose you find an analyst who already covers software as a service, and analysts who already cover software as a service are generally speaking quite positive about it, otherwise they wouldn't be researching it. So couldn't you use an analyst already positive about software as a service to evangelize that to your potential buyers? And without preempting our discussions at the forum and so forth, what would happen, say, if you use that analyst as a draw to some webinars to talk about all of the advantages in your marketplace of software as a service over on-premise? The analyst doesn't know your company terribly well. The analyst doesn't know your product terribly well. The analyst, quite frankly, may not even be very interested in them because software as a service is what's firing them up, and that's what we need to fire your customer base up about. Now, when we look at that two-part chain, influencing the analysts and then analysts influencing other people, and if we see it as part of our job to make analysts influence other people, we immediately see that we can use a SAT analyst in that way. 
But that's not how the R manager thought. The R manager thought their job was to influence analysts. And in this case, that would have slowed them down uh, rather than getting them big value very fast. I get that there are some pros and some cons to using analysts as speakers. You know, the pros are obviously that we can use them as a draw, we can generate market awareness, we can generate sales leads. The cons are we usually have to pay the analyst to do that sort of thing. But in the forum, we can talk about mechanisms for using our money more productively to maximize the influence of analysts over the market. And my guess is we'll all be very interested in ways of doing it without paying the analysts any money as well. So that's what happens when we start thinking more clearly about taking responsibility for the influence of the analysts over the marketplace. Suddenly new opportunities open up to raise the influence levels of analysts already influential and perhaps to make analysts who would not normally have been influential, like the SAS analyst, influential on our behalf. I think it all comes down to clear thinking. I don't think there are practical obstacles to it so much. In fact, quite frankly, I think sometimes making analysts an influential is a lot easier than trying to influence them. Let's face it, they don't really want to be influenced a lot, so we're already up against obstacles there. So sometimes I think that uh, making the analyst more influential is an easier route to value. Kevin, that's that's very powerful. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's really wonderful. So, so just one last thought. I mean, obviously, when you when you speak at the forum, we'll be digging more into the into into some of the nuts and bolts, so some of the techniques that people are really using to to increase the influence of of analysts. But I wonder, are there any tactics that stand out for you? I mean, perhaps tactics that don't work rather than tactics that that, that, that do work. Do you have any thoughts about that? Um. I, I don't have quite so much information on tactics that don't work, particularly because <laughs> on the whole I feel that people are, are not actually trying to do this. A great many of my conversations, especially with the newcomers to AR, is all around natural influence levels. Um, but let me flag up a, another advantage here. When you take an analyst and make them influential, you generally know what it is you did and what the effect was. So if we take that simple example of using an analyst as a speaker, perhaps 100 people come to that webinar and now that analyst has become influential to a degree over 100 named organizations. So you know that. Compare that with the normal situation where AR people run around saying, well, I believe this analyst is a bit influential, but I don't know how influential, I don't know over whom, at what stages of the buying cycles and so forth. So I'm running blind. You know, as AR people, we often grumble that the research firms won't give us concrete information, or at least not as concrete as we would like, uh, about where their analysts are being influential. But when you take control, you not only are raising the influence levels, you know more about it. You can measure that stuff so much more easily. Now, of course, we're not saying that you then completely understand the influence levels of the analysts, but you put a floor underneath it. If an analyst has influenced at least 300 companies because you made them do so, and it turns out that they're out in the marketplace and influencing another 100, well, that's great, but at least you've got 300 of them in the bag. Um, so I think that that's very much the way I look at it. I think that we, we mostly do not look at this simply because we're so accustomed to thinking about it once when we select the analysts, and then we tend to focus on our interactions with the analysts, and I get that, 
that's really, really important. But the thrust of the session at the forum is just to raise our head beyond that and say, the real value comes later in the chain, and how creative can we all be um, about how to generate those opportunities for analysts to be influential? Well, Kevin, thank you so much for your time and for and for giving us a flavour of, of of the discussion that we'll be opening up at the at the, at the forum. It's been a, a pleasure speaking to you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Excellent. Speak to you soon. Thank you.